Traveling for one of the big conference tourneys in Nashville or Minneapolis this March? Do yourself a favor. Stay at Graduate Hotels, Bridgestone Arena, Target Center. Their hotels are close to both tournament venues. So why would you stay anywhere else? I love staying at the Nashville location, and I'll be at the Minneapolis location for the Big Ten Championship. And if you're one of my listeners, you can save 30% off with the promo code DOUG. That's DOUG, D-O-U-G. Good at any Graduate Hotels location, up to 30% off. How do you do it? Really simple. Book today at graduatehotels.com. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Thanks for listening to the best of the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com. Or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Boom! What up, America? Doug Gottlieb Show. Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're having a great day. The Doug Gottlieb Show broadcasts live every day from the TireRack.com studios. Tyrac.com, unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, over 10,000 recommended installers. Tyrac.com will help you get there. It's the way tire buying should be. Um, I don't want to like completely diminish the Dolphins because I didn't think it would be nearly as competitive last time around right? when they played on, I think, was it a Saturday night, a Sunday night? What was it that they played? It was a night game when they played. Remember, they were, they were throwing snowballs at, they were throwing snowballs at everybody, not just the Dolphins, but the Dolphins were getting ice balls uh, thrown, thrown their way as well. But two, actually, considering the weather and how he had played in the two previous weeks, you know, in losses to the Niners and to the Chargers, actually played pretty well. They, they lost the game. Now they go into Buffalo. No Tua. Feels like Skylar Thompson's going to be the guy. And um, 
then you have the news of Damar Hamlin. He's been released from the hospital. So, like, Damar Hamlin would be a reasonable guess that if he's not hospitalized at all, and this is Wednesday, and the game is Sunday, he's going to be at the game, right? Probably up in the box. Does he walk down on the field? I don't know if that's if if we're in the too soon variety, you know, uh, and probably you're not going to have him, like, go run out. But, I mean, this is incredible. So, you have... This energy with Buffalo, plus Buffalo's really good. And then with the Dolphins, and, you know, like, I, I would fully admit, I'm not a buyer into long-term into Tua. So it's not like you're replacing, you know, Johnny Unitas in his prime or Favre or Rodgers in his prime. It's you're replacing Tua, who does a great job of processing and get rid of it quickly and accurately. But when he has to hold it, doesn't move particularly well. And, you know... I, I wonder, maybe they were able to throw outside the numbers with Skylar Thompson, which they weren't with Tua Tagovailoa. Um, that said, this this appears to be a very, very difficult task and one where you you don't feel like winning is a likelihood. doesn't mean it's not going to happen and your defense can make plays and the defense is pretty good, but it feels like the Bills got a first-round bye with the news that Tua's not going to play and... Um, and 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 the whereas the Buffalo Bills get Demar Hamlin out of the hospital again, not that he's going to play, but they're healthy, they're better, they're energized, they're at home, they're playing a warm weather team. Yikes! Yikes! Can I, Dan Byer? Can I ask you a question? So, for people who know, Dan, of course, now he has his own podcast. I want your flex, but he also hosts our Sunday afternoon show during the second. Game second window of games. It, it feels to me like Tua, one of the flaws to Tua is maybe not how he, I don't know if it's how he falls or the fact that he gets ragdolled and his head hits the turf. Like, I can't remember that happened to another quarterback. Can you? Um, No, not, I mean, not like that. It was actually, you know, it is a part of the conversation that nobody wanted to have after the Cincinnati game. Um, because it was just so uncomfortable from what we saw when he suffered the concussion. I feel like a little time has gone past it, but you're you're absolutely right. Like and, and as well of there's there's a part in a quarterback's mind of knowing when the play is over, when the play is not over. And for some yeah. reason his clock seems a lot longer than other quarterbacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well well it's it's weird. This is what a GM told me before the draft. And he said, you know, He's been hurt twice or two or three. He was hurt all three years in college. And every year he got hurt, it was the same story where he was trying to get away from somebody. And and what they said was like, look, if they catch you in college, they're definitely going to catch you in the pros, which is what happened. You know, he's not very mobile. He's not. um, He also, though, he gets rid of it quickly. I don't know about his true pocket awareness when he holds it, as, as you point out. And then when somebody does have him in the grasp, for whatever reason, whether it's size or, I don't know, if it's neck and core strength or whatever, he, he seems to get thrown down a bunch. Whereas uh, Kyler Murray's a small dude. I don't remember that ever happening to Kyler Murray, where you just kind of get ragdolled. And I've seen it happen three times to him this year. Well, there nobody can catch Kyler Murray. First of all, um, heck, his ACL was on a play where nobody touched him. Um, right. You know, I think that you know, that, I think all of those things come together. Where, 
let's just let's just take someone like Josh Allen, who is just an enormous human. You know, like where Josh Allen takes hit after hit, and Tua isn't built like that. But Tua also doesn't have the speed and the capability of of a Kyler Murray. You know, I mean, you know, Russell Wilson was very you know mobile early on in in his career and avoided those types of you know plays. And I think Russell Wilson's a guy at times that we compare to a two. And so it's just the ability of of understanding of what you can take and what you can't take and what you can get and 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 give. And I, I think that that is a flaw. I, I I do think that it's a flaw in his game of of trying to figure out of what you can and can't do, trying to make you know more out of something that isn't there. Completely, completely agree with you. Um, do you think this game is competitive? Um, no, not with. Um, not not with Skylar Thompson at quarterback. I just don't. Heck, Raheem Mostert broke his thumb. Um, you know, like it's just, yeah. I, I don't. I don't see a. I, I don't see that situation being close. I think it's going to be interesting to see if they, if they talk their way in, talk themselves into having Tua be the guy to start next year. You know, it's because it's because they did lose and their season did sink when he was out. Right. Like they did not play better football. Look at their record with him. Look at their record without him. And you ask Dolphin fans, a lot of the fanboys be like, look at the record without him. We got to have Tua. And and, and they're they're buttoned up against the cap. So who, who knows what they can do? But between the fact that he gets ragdolled, he's had a couple concussions. So we don't know about about his rehabilitation from those when he comes back to the idea of even at his healthiest people were starting to figure him out. Is he really good enough in the end? That, that question, I don't know the answer to either. I don't know the answer to either. This I, show is brought to you by progressive. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was, I was just going to say, I think that there's a couple of, of things like with this, like because we, we always want to look ahead. The job that Mike McDaniel did do with Tua has been magnificent. I don't think that we yes. talk enough about that, of what, I mean, there was a point, in, and I know it come from a fantasy angle at some point because of our podcast, but I even mentioned it on our podcast this week that it was so surprising that Tua in fantasy football was a legitimate option. And if you were going against Tua, you were actually like, oh crap, I got to go against Tua. They face, you know, the Browns this week, or whatever it is. Like, there was that conversation was not happening last year. We didn't even know if Tua could be the starter. Now he's actually putting up numbers. So, I think that the question that you have to have, and when you look at the Dolphins and who they beat and who they lost to, they probably are a, a, a nine and eight team. They probably are eight and nine. Like, it's, you know, that, that stretch you talk about the Bills, we talk so much on what a, what a difficult stretch it was for them. But they're probably about the same as the Green Bay Packers, and it showed on Christmas Day. That's probably about who they are. It's yeah. Now it's just the question of can Mike McDaniel squeeze more out of that to a orange and get more juice out of it? And I think I, I don't think that we know that right now. And there's also issues defensively, but I just I wouldn't give up on him just after one season when we've actually seen so much progress in less than a year. Well, I would agree there. We've definitely seen a ton of progress. Uh, I, I, I do wonder though, if people start to figure him out, people start to figure out what he does and, and, you know, force him to throw outside the numbers, what happens then? But you're right. I mean, Mike McDaniel 
Pat Mike McDaniels has done an incredible job and built an incredible bond. And and we talked about it some where he, he built up the confidence of Tua, where Tua was not only playing well, but believed he could play well before he played well. And that's that's a huge aspect of coaching that we don't pay enough attention to. Um, coming up next in the Doug Gottlieb Show, uh, by the way, uh, the Bills are minus 13, but clear skies, 34 degrees. So a bit brisk, uh, probably a little bit of a breeze but not the snow and ice that we saw last time around. Bills are a 13-point favorite with Tua not playing. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. Hey, guys, it's Steve Cavino from Cavino and Rich, here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with the new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. When you buy a Toyota truck... You buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold this value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer. Check out the amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Traveling to watch college hoops this winter? No, you got to stay at graduate hotels. They're obsessed with college basketball just like us. Each hotel has a unique look inspired by the local team and its traditions. And as a sports fan, you'll really get graduate hotels and all the cool specific design details. Chapel Hill, Bloomington, East Lansing stores, they're all in hometowns of some of college basketball's most iconic programs. And the hotels bring you into that story with every visit. Why would you stay anywhere else? Graduate Hotels has over 30 hotels coast to coast, down south, all over the Midwest. So the odds are there's one out there where you're going, especially games and big conferences. Check out all the graduate locations at graduatehotels.com. And when it's time to book, get up to 30% off a stay with the code Doug. That's my name, D-O-U-G. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your basketball stays at graduatehotels.com. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City 
featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. What up with you, Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're great, not good. No, I'll be good. It's Doug Gottlieb Show. Fox Sports Radio comes to you from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. Unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection. Over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. Um, I got a lot to get to this hour. We're going to have some fun this hour with the Midway. Uh, we have, wait, did you, did you hear what the, there's a the guy on TikTok did about the college football committee? That's a playoff committee. It's great. Daniel J- Jeremiah will join us. We'll ask him his level of confidence in the chargers, the team that he covers, uh, on the radio broadcast. Plus we'll talk about the rest of the league, all of that upcoming. A reminder, we can talk about how complicated are the banks make it redeem credit card rewards, or we can talk about how with Discover, you can redeem rewards for cash, any amount, anytime. Talk about amazing, learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Um, Jay Stu, you do a podcast. Is it a movie podcast? Is it a, what, what's the, the other podcast you do? Uh, it's a podcast called the bachelor lifestyle and it's a seasonal mm-hmm. one. You know, we, we only do the podcast each week that the bachelor is on or the bachelorette and then bachelor in paradise. So we've been on a, a three or four week hiatus, um, you know, but the listeners are clamoring. I mean, I've, I get dozens and dozens of complaints about <laughs> the podcast not being up. So that, I think it starts uh, next week, I want to say, The New Bachelor. Very boring uh, white guy from Your Belinda. Uh, I love, is he? Is a, is a, it's a, guy, a white guy from Your Belinda? Yeah. Uh, your Belinda or my Belinda. Uh, but it, it might be Anaheim Hills. He's the uh, nephew of... The actor who was, uh, what's his name? Pat, is it Patrick Warburton? Yeah, Warburton. Right. Who played Putty? From Seinfeld. Yeah, his his nephew uh, is the new bachelor. Gotta support the, gotta support the team. <laughs> gotta support the team. That's right. Gotta support the team. Put, Putty's voice is, he's in a lot. What, what is the, what animated series is Putty's voice in? Um, He was the voice of the... One of the characters in the uh, Disney movie Incredibles? No, no, no. The about the llama with David oh, Spade. Oh, that's right. Uh, I can't remember the movie. Anyway, he also was the voice of uh, Tick Man. The Tick. The Tick. That's oh yeah, it. yeah. Wait, wait. So, so who? What is Putty's? What the guy who plays Putty? What's his name? Patrick Warburton. He's done a ton of work. I remember he was on a sitcom too. And his voice is amazing, so yeah. I'm guessing he's done a lot of voice work. Uh, oh, it was uh, it was uh, Emperor's New Groove. That's it, right? Emperor's New Groove. He's also on Family Guy, B movie. The t- he was Tick Man. That's good. I I forgot that he was Tick Man. Uh, that's a good one. I feel like there's something else that it was his voice is, is used in. <laughs> yeah, and and, and I'm know? sure that had nothing to do with his nephew or whatever being 
picked as a bachelor. So put that out of your your thoughts that that had anything to do with it. So um, I'm sure it had something to do. with No, it. I know it did. John, do you, no. <laughs> I know you, you want to go off on it? You want? Well, no. I mean, I, I'm sure I, that I'm played only, a I'm, role. I'm, you know what I'm at? You, you know what I'm asking. I didn't. My son went to see Avatar. My son's my like my movie hang dude. Okay, he went to. He went with his mom to see to see Avatar, and he said it was really good. But I don't know three hours in a three hours in a movie. Yeah, it's got to be. I got to go with somebody I really want to be in a movie movie theater with. Yeah, um, that's it's funny that's, you that's say all. this. We I went to a holiday party. This is so funny that you say this. I went to a holiday party, um, middle of December when we go to holiday parties, and I met a dude that I had never met before, my age, and we just start talking about Avatar and how he just went to see it that day. And I'm like, cool. I got to get out to it. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna go see it soon. He's like, hey man, if you go, I'll go with you. <laughs> and I'm thinking, how peculiar is that? That a dude That's says, odd. I'll go with you to a movie. I've, not, I just met him that right. night. So that was, that yeah, was kind of strange. Yeah. Uh, now his family here, was here's there. Here's the question. Yeah. Here's, yeah. Here's, here's the question. Well, that probably must mean his family either doesn't like him or didn't want to go see a three-hour movie, <laughs> right? or both, or, or uh, both. Yeah, both. True, both can be true, um, as you say. Hey, all the when time. you go to now that we have the stadium seating and some of those ones are there just baller and you can lay back, you know, and you're just chilling. Um, do you still have to leave space between yourself and another man sitting <laughs> in a movie theater? <laughs> no, I think that I think that's out the door. I think. Okay, I think we're all, all right. we're all good. But you know, uh, that's the thing with well, Avatar. Let me get a ruling from buyer. Buy, let me get a ruling yeah, from, right. from, from buyer. But but buyer doesn't. This is probably Avatar is probably one of the reasons he doesn't love movies it's just too long right like just mm-hmm. like three hours is that is that accurate yeah yes C- correct yeah now you'll go play a round of golf which is even longer but <laughs> I, I get it okay i just do want to point that out um what's the new i i, I this was the whole thing and i know we got to get to the midway but the whole thing for me was about what's the new christopher nolan movie that's coming out i love his movies, not all of them, but most of them, I really, really like. It's, uh, is it the, the Oppenheimer? The about the uh, the atom bomb? Yeah, when's it coming out though? Oh, not sure. All right, sorry, I thought you were my guy. Let's get to the midway. Stuck in the middle with you. It's time for Stuck in the Middle. The Midway. Uh, it's not going to be released till summer. Summer. And, you know, he does this thing, and I know they all do it, but he's got that uh, Cillian Murphy, who's in the movie. He plays Oppenheimer. He loves he's that guy. He's in a guy. bunch of his movies. Yep. He does love that guy. And he doesn't he show doesn't up in any that. other movies. It's strange. Do you no. know that he was the second choice for Batman behind Christian Bale? They both were the last two people to read for that role, and they chose um, they chose Christian Bale. So if it wasn't does Christian Bale. Did Christian Bale get canceled? Did he get canceled? I don't think so. It's not that he got canceled. He, he just had that very public uh, recording released that everyone played where he was screaming down a member of the lighting staff or something. Well, he was the on the- staff got the lighting wrong. He was on the set of, um, of one of the recent um, Terminator, Terminator movies. Terminator movie, yeah. yeah. And he just starts going off on this guy and it was really funny. Huh. Who knew? Okay, what's the midway today? So um, I, I heard LeBron James say something last night or two days ago. He was doing a, uh, an interview with The Athletic, I want to say, 
Um, you know, we've reached the midway point of the NBA season. So it's the midway part of the show, the midway part of the week, and we're at the midway part of the NBA season. You know, we just haven't talked a lot of NBA. So I just wanted to be like, hey, like, I want to ask everybody here, what's like the most interesting thing that's happened in the NBA this season or that will happen that you're you're following? And, and my thing is, LeBron James is about to break Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's scoring record. And Kareem Abdul-Jabbar doesn't like LeBron. And I think that's great. I think that's that's going to create some discomfort. It's going to create a narrative, and it's going to be great. Well, he said this about uh, these kind of, uh, what do you call them, uh, awards or milestones. Go ahead. I want to win. <laughs> it's not sitting well with me. I don't... I don't like having accomplishments, and they don't feel right uh, when it comes to the losing effort. I've been trained and born and uh, to win. That is that's how I started my basketball journey. I think back to like last year when I was having a conversation with Mab and Rich and PR and Randy, and it was towards the end of the season, and I had an opportunity to lead the league and score. And I was like, yeah, but we're not going to make the playoffs no matter what. Me being out on the floor trying to go for a scoring record in games that don't matter, it felt so corny to me. So um, I was like, I'm not even going to, I'm not going to be able to qualify because I'm not going to play any of these games. First of all, I don't believe him. I think it does mean a lot to him, but I think it's almost like he's downplaying this whole thing to where when he passes the record by Kareem and then Kareem doesn't acknowledge it, then it wasn't really a big deal to LeBron either. So th- that storyline is the most compelling storyline of the NBA season thus far for me. I wanted to get your guys' thoughts on this. The Midway. Uh, my most compelling storyline is whether you want to say the lack of defense or the unbelievable scoring. Like th- these numbers, I mean, you got a guy who had 71 points. You know, Luca. How many times has he put up 50? Uh, Kevin Durant has put up 40, I think, four times already this year. So, I mean, you look at these guys, the numbers are obscene. Just like last night, I don't, did you guys watch Clippers Mavericks at all? I had a couple friends who went. And, uh, you know, I mean, the only thing holding, uh, holding Kawhi Leonard from putting up gigantic numbers, he had 33 last night. He missed three shots all night, is the number of minutes played, the number of games he's played, right? Kawhi had 33 in 36 minutes on 12 field goals. He took 12 field goals. That's insane. Uh, but he was, he was bested, at least in the scoring column, by Luka, who had 43. So to me, the, the first thing that jumps out of me this NBA season is like, like LeBron scores 40 and people go crazy. Like, yeah, but like 10 other dudes scored 40 this week. That's what's crazy. Has anyone explained it? What is there a one reason that sticks out? Do we know? I, I mean, I think, I think the officiating on these guys is crazy tight. Uh, I think you also, you still have a lot of people missing games. Um, there's not a, a lot, a lot of teams are playing small. And when you play small, there's no one at the rim. You can't stop guys from getting downhill. Can't stop them at the rim. And then I think a lot of these, these guys are crazy skilled and they have the ball a, a huge volume of times. So I, I think that would be my, my logic behind it. Dan? Uh, what do you got, Dan Byer? What's the, what's the uh, storyline from the first the half that you're most, and, what was the word, most intrigued by or most and memorable? I think, or? I think this carries through the second half of the season. 
And the thing that I love about this is it's organic. It is not manufactured. And maybe maybe the Lions were a little bit manufactured, but it still felt organic even though they were on HBO's Hard Knocks. We kind of fell in love with this team because we got an inside look at them, and then we saw the push that they made almost to the playoffs at the end of the regular season, and I think all of us became Lions fans. The longest playoff drought in professional sports in the United States belongs to the Sacramento Kings. And this light-the-beam stuff that is happening feels real and it feels organic. I don't know how good they are, but it is providing excitement with the Sacramento Kings for the first time in probably 20 years. And so this playoff drought where they sit right now in the five spot in the West, I actually think it's to me, it's the most intriguing and natural. Like we get, get so overboard with Steph and the Warriors and LeBron and 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 what's going to happen with KD and the Nets. That this feels real and something that so many people can get behind. So it's the quest for the Kings to end their playoff drought. And and the Kings and this is like if you're not uh, if you're if you're younger than thirty five years old, you probably don't remember the Kings were Oklahoma City. Before Oklahoma City, right? Mar- small market, you know, nobody wanted to go there. Remember, Chris Weber didn't want to go there uh, when he got traded there. Uh, and yet they had unbelievable talent. And they were one Peja airball away from beating the Lakers in game seven. And remember, they had game seven at home. So they had a better regular season than the Lakers with Kobe and Shaq. So that that's a that, that's a good one. As, Ke- as Keegan Murray, by the way, has he become kind of the pro that that was expected? I'm looking at his numbers; they, they look pretty good. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. Go ahead. I, I would say that I think that he's lived up to expectations. But you know, the Sabonis deal that last year when the Kings traded Tyrese Halliburton to the Pacers, mm-hmm. they were saying, "Why are you giving up on such a young talent that could be a star?" And he may be an All Star this year in in the East for the Pacers. But Sabonis, I think, has been really good for the Kings this year as well. Yeah, he's leading the league in rebounding, by the way. DeMontis Sabonis is. So, I mean, the, the Keegan-Murray thing is, I think what, what people wondered was, uh, and Sabonis is 47th in scoring, too. So he's averaging 19 a game and 12 and a half rebounds a game. So I think, you know, his level of production. I mean, DeMontis Sabonis didn't... He was was he with the the Thunder originally, and then he went to the Pacers. Yes, I remember, remember correct. The, the he was Paul part George of that deal. Uh, Victor Oladipo. Victor Oladipo. Oh, Paul yeah. George. You're right. No, yeah. you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. I'm wrong. Uh, you're right. So he was traded before and underestimated. I think what they had in Oklahoma City, and then underestimated on some level, or maybe the, I mean, like, look, you got to give up to get. Yeah, got to give up to get. And I think that the sense last year again was that you've got this young player in Halliburton. What are you really going to max out with with Sabonis? We kind of feel like we know what Sabonis is, and it has been nothing but a positive. You know, like we always looked at the Kings as trying to build this super team, and in reality, this has worked out really well for them. Well, they also they have De'Aaron Fox, and they had De'Aaron Fox in their contract, and though you can play them both together, you know, they, it kind of cancels each other out a little bit. To answer your question about Keegan Murray. You know, I, I think everybody thought because he's a little bit older, he's 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 an ancient 22 years old. Um, Keegan's just like I could tell you, Keegan, he's averaged like 12 a game. He's going to be 18 to 20 a game once he gets his third or fourth year. I don't think he'll ever be a superstar. He's just a really, really good pro. And and because he's already a really good pro, 
I think it's one of the things that's helped them. They don't have a young guy who's trying to take over the team. They have a guy who just comes out and plays, can make shots, can defend multiple positions. No issues with him. And he's the kind of guy that can, you know, like if you can function in Iowa City, you can function in Sacramento. Whereas some guys can't function in Sacramento. Ramos? Um, it was kind of along the lines that, that Dan said, but mine was more of a of a openness of like the Western Conference. Not so much in the East. I know the Cavs are doing very well and the Pacers are doing very well, but you know, you still got the same Celtics, the Nets, the Bucks at the top. But in the West, like Doug, like Dan was saying, like it's nice to see like the Grizzlies, the Pelicans, the Kings, um, you know, even the Jazz, who had a good first half, but kind of have fallen off a little bit toward the end here before the break. Um, you know, keeping up, even though they were quote unquote uh, what do they call those uh, rebuilding type seasons or tented rebuilding? They're still in there. They're still putting out a good product for their communities and their teams areas. So I think that's uh, something I'm looking forward to in the second half is can these teams continue to be in the elite or not elite, but the top of the division and make the playoffs. So hmm. I'll say something else. I have more. JC, go ahead. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, you said the heels of John's. Um, how about the East being better than the West? Yeah. Yeah, I think it, it is. is. Yeah, I wow. think so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, uh, KD going down for uh, undetermined amount of time. Well, we'll see what the if the Nets can keep it together. Uh, but I mean, the Celtics have been widely considered the best team in the NBA in the first half of the season. The Bucks are having a good first half of the season. Seventy Sixers, Cavaliers. We mentioned the Pacers, the Knicks, the Heat are kind of a mess. I mean, the, the excuse me, the Hawks are a mess. The Heat. I mean, you see, they they made they they made all forty free throws last night, but they shot yeah. forty free throws last night, and they won by one. Bulls have been, di- yeah, Bulls have been disappointing. But again, again, like compare that to the to the West. I mean, I think Clippers are far better than where they are in the six. But like, yeah, I'm I'm not sure he's not right. I, I I'll tell you one is that is which one of these young teams can make a deep push in the playoffs? Pelicans, right? Pelicans. Or Cavaliers. Uh, Pelicans or Cavaliers. Th- those two really interest me. Is Chris Paul washed? I think that's an interesting one. You know, remember this is the, the last year of his contract where it's like half guaranteed. He has not been the same guy this year. Anymore? I think we're good. We're good. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. Hey guys, Mario Lopez here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit biotoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Hey, are you traveling to one of the big conference tourneys in Nashville or Minneapolis this March? Well, you should do yourself a favor and do what I do, which is stay at graduate hotels. You know, Bridgestone Arena and Target Center, their their hotels are both really close to the tournament venues. 
and they're obsessed with college sports just like me. Each graduate hotel is like a shrine to its hometown and the local college team, but in a good way. Lots of cool details for alumni, vintage sports throwbacks, nods to campus legends, school mascots, colors, whatever. Why would you stay anywhere else? You know, graduate hotels are the perfect spot the next time you go to see a game. There's over 30 hotels, coast to coast, down south, all over the Midwest, and odds are wherever you're going, especially if you're taking a college trip with your kids, upcoming conference tournament, or just a big college game, you can check them all out at graduatehotels.com. And here's the ultimate win. My listeners can get 30% off with the promo code Doug. That's Doug, good at any graduate hotel. Remember, you can book today, and here's how you do so. 30% 30% off with the promo code Doug at graduatehotels.com. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. So, the way things work in sports media is you hear a story and you're like, ah. and the way my story, my, my brain works, I hear a story and I'm like, okay, what's behind that? Like, what is the, what's the real reason? Because maybe the, the, the move doesn't make sense, right? Leaving a field for another field or leaving a company for another company, trying to kind of figure out why. And again, this is, you're, you're, you're hearing it from somebody who's left two companies and, um, uh, yeah, with, with a variance of success and failure at the, the, the two new companies. Right. So I think it's, I think it's really interesting. So the story out there is Sean McVay. Remember last year, getting ready for the Super Bowl is would Aaron Donald retire and would Sean McVay go to TV? And then my thought was like, well, why would he go to TV? Oh, well, he wanted a new contract. So he got a, baller new contract and Aaron Donald got a baller new contract 
Les need the GM right before the season. The day we talked to Les at their training camp, got a new contract as well. All rightfully so, right? You win a Super Bowl. Aaron Donald's their best, best or second best player. Cooper Cup also got a new deal. And why should everybody got new deals? So now it's got gone from a, a whisper to people legitimately talking about it on the backs of the worst season for any team who won the Super Bowl the year before. Sean McVay was asked about it. Let me play for you, McVay, and what he said to reporters after their final game when he was asked about the possibility of leaving his job to take a TV job. I'm right here right now, and we'll deal with that stuff at a later time. I'll talk about stuff for the, as it relates to the game, anything as it relates to you know what, what is going to happen with me. Like I said, I'm, I'm not thinking about that right now. I'm appreciative of the way these guys finished up the season, and so um, any question of that nature, I'm not going to answer. Okay, so let me start with you, Jay Stu. Not answering should be a neutral not answer. Like he, he said on the coach, he did say for right now. Um, and, but he said, I'm not answering right now. Um, is that an answer in the affirmative as to whether or not he will leave? No, no, not at all. It, it, it was a non-answer. And the only thing I think we're, we're going by the last couple of days is what has been reported, right? Florio came out during Sunday Night Football and said that um, he doesn't want to be a part of the rebuild and is considering stepping away, right? And then we saw the report yesterday about he's allowing his coaches to interview for other jobs. Um, John Ramos, as a Rams fan, do you think he's back? I do not. No, I think he does leave. Yes. You agree, Dan Byer? Sure, seems that way. And, and, and I would even add on to this. of We've had Adam Kaplan on this show a bunch. He comes on every week. Um, of my Sunday show, and this is still, you know, what as you said from last year. This this whole conversation of leaving last year has just never gone away, and it's always been there. And now it's just um, apparently built up so much that I think we all think that he's probably not coming back. Yeah the the uh, the one difference is, and I agree with you, it is from last year. But but my thing last year, and I, I said a little bit earlier, was I thought last year it felt like it was about a contract, right? And the reason you can use TV as a con- as a leverage play is because Tony Romo got seventeen million a year, and I think uh, Troy Eggman got eighteen. So now you're talking big boy money, whereas. Previously, guys were making, I think Phil Simms made like three previous to that, right? Like Troy Aikman was like in the five variety, which is a lot of money for anybody. But for a coach and coaches make, you know, a lot of them making the $10 million variety. A coach, like all of a sudden now you can say like, hey, I could leave this job. I don't have to do training camp and OTAs and all that other stuff. And I can make twice what I'm making or three times or four times or five times what I'm making. Like, what what is really the question? And so he got a contract extension, or he got a new contract. But for it to continue to persist, and then his answers, it feels like he's gone. Uh, it feels like he's he would take he he would take the the what the Amazon job is that what everybody says right is that that Herbie holds Could it for be. a year? But that but just to your point quickly, that's that's what I think. Like I I I agree and actually you're much better than this than that i am of of you know i think i'm more naive with stuff and you're like okay what's the real deal here 
But I think that's what it, I think that was the real deal last year. That even though they win, um, yeah, yeah, you had all the leverage in the world. They won a Super Bowl, keep them around, and more money. I don't know if if that was the ultimate. Like I, I think that like the reasons that he wants to leave now are probably the same reasons why he also wanted to maybe step away ten months ago, but just maybe the offer was too good to pass up, um, or that opportunity or the timing just wasn't right. Or hey, I'll we've all done it. Hey, I could take on a little bit more. I can do it. I can power through this, and we can do it. And then you come through on the other end, and you're like, wow. You know, I wait wonder. A I wonder. Michael Lombardi will join us in a second. He worked with John Gruden. In Oakland. And uh, I, I wonder if it, you know, a lot of times we do things that our mentors do, right? Gruden's his mentor. Remember, Gruden went to Tampa, won a Super Bowl, and then hung on and was trying to figure out quarterback, and it never worked. And ultimately, he got fired and then reinvented himself or or went back into that Chucky character, really. I don't know. We'll ask Marco Lombardi in a second. First, uh, Dan, do you have an update for me? That'd be great. Yeah, a couple of things, Doug. First, uh, Buffalo Bills safety Demar Hamlin released from a Buffalo hospital. In a statement, doctors say they are confident Hamlin can continue his rehab with the team and at home. That's a little more than a week since suffering cardiac arrest in that game against the Bengals. By the way, the uh, video game maker EA Sports, there was a feature in that game where there was a touchdown celebration of players giving CPR to another player. They are taking that completely out of the video video game EA Sports making that announcement. Dolphins head coach Mike McDaniel says the team is planning on starting Skylar Thompson Sunday against the Bills as Tua Tungavailoa has been ruled out with his concussion. No practice again today for Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson. Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes named first team all pro by the NFLPA. In addition to the Pro Bowl flag football game, the NFL has now announced some of the events that will make up the skills competition. Doug, they include a dodgeball competition, a competition for best catch, and a long drive golf ball competition. Yeah, so bringing golf golf into all of this. Former Colts head coach Frank Reich interviewed for the Panthers head coaching vacancy. Kellen Moore is going to talk to Carolina as well. And Cavs got Ricky Rubio, according to ESPN, could make a season debut tomorrow against Portland as he's been out almost a, year, or a little more than a year following ACL surgery. Doug, back to you. The show is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes build uh, bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Uh, he's got a great book. Uh, he's got an incredible website. He's also got the Lombardi line on VEASAN. He's a three-time Super Bowl winning executive. He's Michael Lombardi. He's kind enough to spend some time with us here in the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Um Let's start with the McVay thing. I mentioned when the Raiders uh, were built up by John Gruden, you were there, you were part of the front office. Is that what, is McVay just a Gruden clone and he's trying to out, she's trying to do the Gruden thing without hanging on post-Super Bowl Tampa? Is that what's behind this? Uh, Well, you know, when Gruden worked at the Raiders, Doug, I mean, he was always, it was always, you know, looking, you know, the Ohio State job was a hometown job. Notre Dame was a hometown job. I mean, it kind of was, there was a, he knew there was a great market for him. And and certainly he was going to get more money going somewhere else than probably what Al Davis would have paid because, you know, Al Davis wasn't always paying coaches at that time. I think this is more Dick Vermeil than it is John Gruden. I think that Sean has got a situation where, you know, it's going to take an undertaking to rebuild a franchise. It really is. It's not going to be something that's easy to do, and it's going to take three years. I think the conversation isn't, is Sean coming back next year? I think the conversation is, Sean, are you going to do this for four more years? Because that's what it, it's going to take some time to rebuild. Like, they haven't hit rock bottom yet. 
Like, they haven't gone down. And so, you know, they, they, even though Matthew Stafford says he's coming back, it's still going to be a challenging job. So I, I think to me, uh, I, I think it's the question is, are you coming back for three years or are you just coming back for one? Because if you just come back for one, does that really do us any good? Um, is this a – last year when they won the Super Bowl, you know, people said, well, go for it, you know. F them picks. That's the way to do it. Obviously, this is the other side of it. Uh, having been in this business for your entire professional life, what is the smarter play in terms of going all in or trying to be consistently competitive and make the playoffs? What's the smart if if you again I, and sometimes you don't have a choice, but if you have a choice, what's the smarter play? Well, I think the long-term sustainable success is ultimately what you have to do. But when you're building a brand-new stadium in Los Angeles and you need to create interest in Los Angeles and you need to get people in there, I, I think you know they really didn't have much of a choice. I think they had to go all in. And so they did. And that's great. And, and they were able to come away with it. And they were fortunate. I mean, you know, there's an illegal procedure penalty on the, on the Cooper Cup play that they never call, you know, and they, and, it, and they end up getting that penalty on, on, on the holding and they win the game and Cincinnati can't score. So God bless them. They won a Super Bowl. But, you know, you knew this was credit card ish. You knew they were paying with a credit card all along. I mean, they were borrowing on next year. They were laughing about trading away draft picks. And, you know, look, they did hit on some mid round draft picks. There's no question. But it's hard to sustain, especially when you get hit with injuries like they did this year. If you were advising Sean Payton, what would your advice be in regards to what job to get back into coaching with? You know, my advice to him was the same advice he gave himself on the air. I said this on my show, the Lombardi line on Visa. I said, look, to me, it's all about who's the owner. Who am I working for? And what is the relationship between me and the owner? And who is, is there anybody in between me and the owner? I, I wrote this for the Daily Coach today. You know, people talk about being on the same page. Every organization's on the same page. We'll hear that in the next month all the time. But being on the same page and being aligned are two different things. And alignment is what really creates winning in the NFL. The, the Steelers, all through the 50s and 60s, Art Rooney Sr. was a wonderful owner. But they were never aligned. They were never aligned. They were, they were on the same page. They wanted to win. They had uh, uh, Roy Parker, Hall of, almost a Hall of Fame coach. They couldn't win there. They changed coaches. They made decisions. But once his son, Dan Rooney, hired Chuck Noll, Noll got them alignment from the top down. And that allowed them to only have three coaches. And they've been aligned ever since. They've only had three coaches since then. Most owners don't want to have that alignment. They don't want to have that conversation. They like talking to different people. They like having a conversation with somebody in the media who thinks this is what's wrong with their team or talking to somebody outside as a consultant. Here's what they listen to too many people. And when you do that, you, you create misalignment within the organization. Um. Michael, what, what do you think is going on in Baltimore? Uh, uh, Lamar didn't practice today. And, I mean, look, he, he obviously hurt his knee. But, man, this thing is dragged out. There were some weird answers from John Harbaugh in terms of uh, where he was in rehab. What do you think is really going on in Baltimore? I think he's hurt. I think that, you know, look, he's not going to go back out on the field unless he's 100%. I think, you know, this is something that you had to expect was going to happen once you couldn't get him to agree to a long-term. And I don't think it's the Ravens' fault, right? I, I think the reason that we're having that, that Lamar Jackson doesn't have a contract is simply Deshaun Watson. 
Sean Watson. Because right. Deshaun Watson got a full guaranteed contract for a guy who got suspended, for a guy who was had civil suits against him, the league suspended him, missed a year of football, and then missed 11 more games. And he was the first player in NFL history to get a fully buttoned-up, guaranteed for skill and injury contract over the length of the contract. Unheard of in the NFL. And so Lamar's sitting there saying, look, I'm the MVP of the team. I've been nothing but a class player. I've done everything I should do. Why can't I get Watson's contract? If you remember, Bashadi was the first owner to come out and complain against that contract because he knew. He knew it was going to have a ripple effect into his team, and it has. And so now he doesn't have that. So do you, he's not going back out on the field unless he's 100%, and you can't expect him to. There's too much money at stake. Um, so what do, you, what do you do if you're Baltimore? You grin and bear it. I mean, look, this is the price you pay. I mean, it's not their fault either. You know, they're trying to keep their cap in order. They're trying to keep their structure in order. And they have a player who does, you know, I mean, Kyler Murray got a contract that wasn't fully guaranteed because why? He was two years ahead of the curve. They didn't have to redo his contract. They could have told Kyler Murray for two years, look, pal, we're not touching your deal. So he he took that deal because that was really what he needed to do. The same thing with Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson's at the end. This is a golden parachute for Russell Wilson. He wasn't going to turn down that, that guarantee because he wasn't getting another bite of the apple. Meanwhile, Lamar is young enough to get another bite of the apple. So I think if you know Baltimore's sitting there, they got a, it, it's a different situation. And you can't fault Baltimore. They're trying to run their team the best way they can. They're trying to make it so that they don't give in, so they don't have to give everybody guaranteed contracts. And you can't blame Lamar sure. because he's sitting there saying, Deshaun, you got that. Why can't I get it? I know. So, so, but so uh, supposedly it was like 200 million in guarantees. They can franchise tag him, but again, he doesn't have to show up to work with the, with a franchise tag. Like you could trade him, but that way you'd only trade him if somebody else is going to give him that fully guaranteed contract, which I don't know. I would guess there'd be at least one team out there. Maybe the jets would have that level of desperation for a quarterback. You know, you've been doing this a long time. How's it play out? Well, I think that, you know, they're going to have to tag them, right? They're going to have to tag them. They don't have anybody behind them that they could say they're going to just replace them with. They're going to have to tag them because he's a tremendous asset to them. And sure. certainly they could look into the draft. They could try to tag them and then get something back for the asset. There'll be, con- there'll be people that will want them. And I'm sure there'll be people that will do a contract that will make them happy. You know, so I, I don't think that's the issue. I think how they sort this through, the first step is to tag them. That's fully guaranteed at whatever that number is. The problem with tagging them is then they go out three years and say, well, this is what you're going to owe me for three years. Well, just pay me that right now. It's all guaranteed. You get into that mess. So, you know, and this is a little bit complicated, too, because he doesn't have somebody representing him. It's one-on-one between the club and him and his mom, and that makes it a little harder because they're not always privy to what else is going on around the league. I'm not saying they can't handle the deal, but they're not privy to all that. So it becomes a little bit of an issue. Uh, you know, I think it's. I think one thing I learned from Al Davis, which is a lot of things I learned, is sometimes you just have to be patient. You, um, you, you told us two weeks ago that the quarterback was probably the biggest issue in the Raiders. Quarterback being Derek Carr. Shortly thereafter, and obviously your your son is their offensive coordinator. There's, but you what you you're going based upon the film and what you saw, right? Everyone's talking that it's going to be Brady. It's going to be Brady. Um, but what's the reality to deals like this if they are, in fact, already done before they can get done? 
Well, I mean, I, don't, I think that the reason that it appears to be Brady is because we know that Brady's a free agent, and we know Brady has a great relationship with Josh McDaniels, and he trusts Josh. And I think we also know that Brady has been frustrated at Tampa, even his first year, because they do things differently. Not saying it's wrong, but they do things differently than what he's used to doing in New England. So wherever Brady goes, whether if he goes with Sean Payton, who's interviewing for the Arizona Cardinal job soon, if he goes with him to Arizona, it's going to be somebody he trusts that he decides to play football next year. But even if he were to go to Las Vegas, I think that doesn't really solve the quarterbacking issue in Las Vegas for the long term. There's, there has to be another move made there, whether it's you know, re-sign Stidham and feel like he could develop into that player, or whether it's draft somebody. I don't know what the answer is, but it's easy to put one and one together and get two, but I'm not sure it always adds up to two. I think they've got to find, figure out a way to do that. That's the number one agenda, what they have to do and, and how they move forward. Is it as simple as the Packers say, hey, we got to know, we'll bring back Nathaniel Hackett, but you got to let us know. Is that, is that how, how does it work in Green Bay? I think the way they did that contract is, I mean, look, he's got all the options. I mean, like, I don't know. I mean, I know he says he's made a lot of money. I'm talking about Aaron Rodgers, but who walks away from $50 million? Like, 59. He has 59. A full, yeah, he's a fully Michael, guaranteed contract. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't, I don't understand how this has become a conversation piece. Like, I assumed when they did that contract that he was playing next year and he was playing for the Packers. Me too. So I don't even, you know, I, I would be shocked if that didn't the case. Now, could he say trade me? Well, if you trade him, you, you're going to eat all that. You know, you got to take the acceleration on the contract. Uh, you know, there's no way. There's, there's just no way. It kills their cap. No chance. They're not trading him. I think it's, yeah, I think I it's, mean, reti- and, and, if you're going to retire, tell us. It. Yeah. Retiring doesn't help him either. Now, retiring means now I don't read the language of the contract. I haven't been privy to that. But if you retire, you have to pay back the money that's prorated over the bonus. Right, right. The money that you got up front. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm with you. Michael Lombardi, join us. You can see his show on Veasan. Of course, he's got an outstanding book. He's got the Daily Coach, which you can find uh, on on the web as well. Um, Jerry Jones. Despite the fact that they stunk it up last last weekend, um, didn't didn't seem terribly bothered by it, and said the outcome of this weekend, a road game where they're favored at Tampa, no bearing on Mike McCarthy's job status. Should it? I don't think so. I think Mike's actually done a pretty good job. I mean, I think Mike handled the Cooper Rush thing really well. I think he got his team in line. I mean, look, Philly's twelve. Philly had a great season. They've kind of faltered a little bit with some injuries down the stretch here. I don't I think that game was really mischaracterized a lot. You know, I think it actually works out in Dallas's favor. When you get blown out like that and you don't play well, the coach comes in and everybody's got, you know, he's got his full attention to the team. And I, I think I think Dallas is better to be the hunter than the hunty than being hunted. I, I really think that. I mean, whenever they've had that number one seed or last year San Francisco comes in and everybody expects them to win, I don't think they play well in that role. I think they play well hungry. Like when they go to Minnesota and everybody didn't think they could play well there. Or, you know, even with Philadelphia. I, I think that's a better role for them. I think they've got to do a better job of managing the game. I think they've got to play better complementary football. I think the play caller, Kellen Moore, has got to do a better job of understanding situations. I mean, he's playing Tennessee on Thursday night, and he's got the lead, and he's still trying to throw the ball, and his only opponent is the clock. So you've got to understand all those things, and I think McCarthy has done a good job of trying to fix some of that. 
I, I would I would tend to tend to agree. Michael, awesome stuff. Check him out on Veasan. Uh, pick up his book. Look, read the Daily Coach. Michael, thank you so much for uh, joining Thanks us. So much, Enjoy Wildcard Weekend. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Traveling for college hoops this winter? Pro tip, stay at a graduate hotel. They're obsessed with college basketball, just like us. Each graduate hotel is like a shrine to the local team with lots of cool details for alumni. Nods to school colors, mascots. Why would you stay anywhere else? They have 30-plus hotels in the best college towns. And get this, you can save up to 30% with the code DOUG. That's my name, D-O-U-G. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book your basketball stays at graduatehotels.com. There's plenty to celebrate in March. And ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota. Let's go places.